We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know what? I didn't even realize that the playoff rules were different in overtime. So I I assumed you just want the ball because you score a touchdown and win. But I guess that's not the case. So I don't really, I don't totally know the strategy there. Kyle Juszczyk, fullback. Does your fullback need to know the format? I was trying to think whether that would matter or not. I mean, if not a player, fullback. if a player, when he's that fullback, well, he's good. Like, but the, the the biggest problem with it is it might be embarrassing had they scored a touchdown. If he like started celebrating. throwing his helmet off, <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, if a guy thought touchdown wins it and goes like all out, like would would they act any differently? Would no. they put the ball at risk because they're extending for the goal line because they know? That? I don't know. I don't think so. Speaking of rules, they're going to change that one's. Coming this offseason. Your quarterback might need to know. He knows. Quarterback knew. Okay, that's fine. I mean, for sure. Because if your quarterback doesn't know and it's third and long and he thinks we've got to score a touchdown or we're going to lose this football game, then but, I mean, like ju- he's putting the ball maybe in harm's way because he thinks, well, there's there's no downside here. The downside is we lose when that's not true. Yeah, I mean, we've got cases of this in the, in history where you know the pride of Syracuse University, Donovan McNabb, didn't know that games could end in a tie. Yeah, that happened. Which was the same coach? It was. No, well, no it's, sorry, it's, it's Andy Reid. It's Andy Reid on the other side. Yeah, which is maybe why did the Chiefs practice that so much? Because Reid knew <laughs> once that his quarterback didn't know the rules. Yeah. Eight oh three oh five fifty. All right, I've got a stat of the day for you. Stat of the day brought to you by Seneca Gaming and Irving, home of the biggest biggest bingo payouts and slot machines with thousands won daily. And this, uh, I, I regret to inform you, Joe. This stat of the day made me think about thirteen seconds. Oh, great. Yeah, you know we want to know why. Why? Here's why. So, stat of the day. Once Dre Greenlaw went out with an injury, right? He was running on the field and got hurt. Oren Burks went in for him. He was targeted nine times and allowed nine catches, including a touchdown and a 134 passer rating when targeted. Hmm, yeah? Yeah. Why did it make me think of 13 seconds? Because in the playoffs, sometimes you get lucky you get an injury, and then you work that injury like you're a WWE wrestler hammering the guy's knee. And the Chiefs did that to the Niners, who had lost Dre Greenlaw. And the Bills did that when, what, Tyron Matthew went out early in 13 seconds, and yeah. they threw at that safety all day, and Gabe Davis absolutely smoked the Chiefs, and they lost anyway. Yeah. It makes me think of this playoffs and how lucky at that position specifically the Chiefs the Chiefs got because let's start at the beginning with the wild card round Dolphins, Dolphins had no didn't have Jerome Baker yep. I forget or David Long they're two starting linebackers and they didn't have two defensive ends the Bills didn't have their two starting linebackers Terrell Bernard or Matt Milano if you want to go all the way back and then I guess the Ravens had theirs yep and then the Niners lost theirs okay so let's say two starting linebackers per team that's eight starting linebackers for the playoffs, the Chiefs saw three of them. It's amazing. It's good to be lucky. They also recovered, what, five out of six fumbles? 
Yeah, it happens. They got to block punts. 803-0550. Blocked uh, extra point. Blocked extra point. Yeah. Jake Moody. Yeah. Jeremy and Joe, good morning. It's Tuesday, and uh, you know we're getting back to some wintry weather soon. Uh, the high today is 38. Through the next few days, we dip back into the low 30s for the high. Nothing crazy. I'm not about to declare winter over, but I mean, kind of. I mean, the ticket on my car this morning says the winter's not over. Oh, you got a ticket for overnight parking? Uh-huh. Plows route, huh? Got to get those plows through on nights like last night. The, yeah. Just the worst. <laughs> Tim in Buffalo. Hey, Tim, good morning. Hello, Tim. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah go you're ahead, good. All right, sorry, guys. Uh, so I, it's funny because what you just brought up is kind of where I'm going with my point this morning. So uh, as I was thinking and reflecting over this past uh, playoff period in the Super Bowl, Really, if you think about it, Buffalo was the only team to put 20-plus points in regulation against Casey's defense. And to be honest with you, if it wasn't, you know, if his arm wasn't bumped into it the last play of the game there or a third down play, um, we probably would have scored a touchdown. I mean, I think Allen completes that pass if he's not bumped into it, it's not falling short, which would have put us, you know, close to 30. So it makes me think, although I am on wide receiver train like everybody else, however – it really seems like, if you really look at it, it's been the defense that's let down Buffalo, not the offense, with the exception of, you know, the whole team kind of floundering in the Cincinnati game in last year's playoffs, which I think, you know, you know had something to do with the team being in, in the wrong kind of mindset. So with that being said, you know, is it smart that we spent a lot of draft capital on offense, knowing that, I mean, getting the one big play receiver – I think is what we need, you know, the guy to replace Diggs anyways. But in terms of defense, I really think we need to get our defense to a point where it's at that level because if we could hold them defensively, I think we win the game pretty convincingly uh, when we played them this uh, this past playoff period. So I just want to get your guys' thoughts on yeah. it. Yeah, thanks, Tim. I-, I thought about this yesterday because what the Bills and the Chiefs have done is not very different, right? The Chiefs are guilty of relying too much on Mahomes and thinking he can just cover all their problems on offense and investing mm-hmm. in getting and rebuilding their defense. And the Bills have done that too. They got a little longer in the tooth with Hyde and Poyer, but look what the Bills did for the draft. How many defensive ends? Yeah, Multiple defensive ends. They've drafted a ton on that side of the football. They draft Elam and Bentford. They draft... Two linebackers in the third round. I mean, they went Rousseau, and then they went Basham back-to-back. And, and that and was then, after Epinesa was yeah. their first pick of so the So the Bills have, have done a yeah. lot of investing on their defense, and the offense suffered as a result. The difference between the Bills and the Chiefs in this department, I guess, is oh, you want to say offensive play caller? Okay. But I guess where it really comes down to, Joe, is the Bills went and spent huge on Vaughn, and the Chiefs didn't make that move. No, they're going to make that well, move they, they, when they, they need to. No, but they're going to make it when they re-sign Chris Jones, right? But they didn't go out and get a big swing free agent on their defense. I mean, what Frank Clark came in and out a bunch of times there. He went to Denver, then came back. I'm trying to keep up with him, but the idea that oh oh clearly the answer is pour your assets into the defense. The Bills have been doing that for a long time, and maybe not getting the same returns. Isn't part of the point though that the Bills have not drafted a Chris Jones? Like they needed to go sign a Vaughn because they didn't have a Vaughn because they because Greg Rousseau, Boogie Basham, Ed Oliver, AJ Epinesa, Trent Murphy, Mario, Ed Mario Addison, Ed Oliver, Ed Oliver. Too. Like none of these guys were 
Chris Jones. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, if Chris you- Jones, who, by the way, made two plays to win them the Super Bowl because yes. he's the guy that gets into Allen's space that prevents him from throwing the touchdown to Shakir. He's also the guy that got to Brock Purdy on Sunday when Purdy had Debo open in the end zone. Technically, he was unblocked. <laughs> was that oh the no, one where no, sorry. Unblocked? That was a different. Play there were multiple unblocked. plays in that game. One of those was where Chris Jones was unblocked. The one, saw. the one where Debo was open and Purdy got hit and overthrew him. I think that one Jones beat a guy. Yeah, probably he beats lots of guys. Okay, well, I guess there, part of that question would be: Is it fair to criticize the Bills for not drafting a uh, Chris Jones, a top ten player in the NFL? I mean, he was a second round pick. Like, in the, but they've taken uh, like eight swings at it. Not eight swings, but they've taken a lot of swings at it. That's right. right. And they got Ed Oliver, who's pretty good. He's pretty good. And they but got... they still felt like they needed to pay Von Miller $100 million. Yep. They got to that place. The Chiefs have never felt like they needed to get to that place. And I guess it's just because they have Chris Jones. And now they're going to do it with Chris Jones, probably. But the big takeaway is the, the two trajectories are not that different. No, the, I know. The, right? The Chiefs' yeah. offense this year is like, wow, it doesn't look right. Something's wrong here. And what's the Bills? It doesn't look right. Something's wrong here. They fired their coordinator. Both these teams... This this was the first offseason, this this past one, where the Bills went heavy on offense, and they drafted a tight end and a guard, and mm-hmm. they added um, more depth. Just in, in general, they 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 got a they invested their biggest assets in their offense. Their 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 this their draft this year went tight end, lineman, offensive lineman, linebacker, wide receiver, offensive lineman. Yeah. Like that was their, their whole draft except for Dorian Williams was offense. And this year's draft, would anybody be really upset if it went like this? Wide receiver, defensive tackle corner, wide receiver, linebacker corner safety safety. Like they need well, they need at least one asset at the receiver position. Yeah. Maybe two, probably two. And the rest of the draft can go defense. Yeah. The offense is is pretty buttoned up other than the receiver. Your position. line is satisfactory. Your yeah. quarterback is good. You're no longer going to chase running back anymore. And you definitely you would don't never tight end. you would never consider tight end. You you are behind on receiver. Listen, if they had taken a receiver last year, we could definitely be talking about the first round pick should be a defensive tackle or a defensive end or try to get some sort of some sort of guy with a high ceiling in the take a safety twenty eight. The 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 wide receiver train, a big part of it is they are so far behind at the position that they don't have a choice. So the rest of the draft can definitely be about the defense, but yeah. there is it, it is a non negotiable scenario at receiver, and that is because they have neglected it for so long well and tim kind of mentions like well wasn't it their defense that let them down again and yes they, it did but they had their backup linebackers in don't most bills fans feel like if they have their number one linebackers they win that football game next year they're gonna run it back they're gonna have matt milano and Trell bernard they can get hurt again but they're gonna ha- those are two holes there's two spots on the field that the bills got exposed and they got that's where they got picked apart Right, that's where they. Re- I mean, their defensive line did not play well either. But the p- spot they got exposed the most in the playoff game that cost them was linebacker, and they're not gonna touch linebacker. They were nope. just hurt. Yeah, you're not drafting that. Maybe they want to draft a backup Mike Mike linebacker in the fourth round because they don't want to end up at AJ Klein again. But 
they're not doing anything of importance at the position where they got picked apart the most. See, but they do need defensive linemen. It's going to be only three receiver, defensive line, safety. That's the big three. I wonder if they just go cheap at safety. They just bring back Taylor Rapp and Cam Lewis. Maybe not. And whatever, find the next Jordan Poyer. Maybe, right. That, that, he, was, be, he was cheap at the time. Absolutely. 803-0550. Uh, Justin in a cell. Quickly before the break. Sorry, sorry, Josh told me to go to break, but I already went to Justin. Justin, go fast. Hey, boys. What's going on? Hey, I just want to talk about overtime and uh, getting the ball first. I think if you take the ball first, the the only positive thing that could come out of that drive is scoring a touchdown. So that's, so that's the only positive thing that you could ever get out of that drive. Now, the bad things about that drive is you could get a turnover, you could get a defensive score, you might want to punt. Um, so I think just if you add up the goods and the bads, the only good that could come out of that drive is a touchdown, but there's a lot of bad that could come out of that drive. Yeah, I don't, I don't see the difference. And I would even say this, like we haven't gotten too far into this. Let's talk about the Bills. What What's one of the things that people say, and that you want to say it's fair or not, that how Josh sometimes will shoot for too much, right? Mm-hmm. He needs to take what's there. Joe, would you have any feel about, I want to go first because I want Josh to be on schedule and be sm- and not feel like he's chasing a touchdown. Team two, do they have more information? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it also possible they are chasing a touchdown instead of just playing their game? Yeah. The Niners, let's talk about what the Niners' drive was. It was a methodical down the field. They got a holding penalty that helped. But, you know, boom, 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 down the field, and then they got stalled out, which is where, you know, it stinks to kick the field goal. But let's not act like going second, you have more information. Sometimes that information puts more pressure on you. Boy, if we don't get a touchdown, the game ends. If we don't pick up this first down... The game ends. This is like if the Niners hadn't missed the extra point and then the Chiefs would have been playing that last drive for a touchdown instead, instead of, of a field, field goal. goal. Yeah. And maybe the game never gets overtime in the first place. Right. Because they, they kicked the field goal. They also kicked the field goal, by the way, with six seconds left. I was wondering if they would try one more play. I mean, Me you too. can't. It was like, what, a seven yard play? They were, though they were at the nine yard line. Um, and they decided we're just not going to go for it at all. But right, either way, if the Niners were up one there, or up four, I should say. You're at the 11-yard line with 10 seconds to go, first and 10. You can run, you're going to run more than one play like they did. I like it. I think it's all fair. It's all inbounds, and it's all whatever. It's all representative of a good format that we're still talking about two days later. 803-0550, to join us. Jeremy and Joe, the Sabres are home tonight. We're going to guess a hot dog, a Los Angeles-based hot dog. Mm, okay. L.A. The In-N-Out dog. Might be like copyright infringement there. Yeah. Anyway. Can you go with like a Hollywood vibe maybe? We can think of something. 803-0550. You can join us. Don Granado today, 8 o'clock this morning on WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.